All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Look at us. Color coordinated and ready to roll. Wheels up here on the Wednesday edition of Barn Burner. Here in the Tower Chrysler Studios. Tower Chrysler. Still the Consumer Choice Award. I mean, you probably Hasn't just change every day. I'm just wondering, is, is Tower Chrysler, are they still that uh, Consumer yeah, Choice are. Award That's winner? correct. Yeah. To be the man, you got to beat the man, as Ric Flair would say. And until somebody shows that they've got what Tower's got, good luck. Wishful thinking, all you others out there. Big underdogs elsewhere. Yeah. You Chrysler Dodge Ram dealers, pick up your socks, and maybe, just maybe, someday you'll be in that that class of Tower Chrysler. TowerChrysler.com. Check it out online, and of course, uh, go swing by the dealership. Uh, said it before, I think there's a lot of dealerships out there huh, struggling with inventory. I Whatever Surge is doing. It's doing it right. Cars and vehicles galore. If you're looking for sugar cubes, not the right place. Look for no. vehicles, they're a good spot to go. Retro, how are we doing? Uh, Pinder made the uh, observation in the pre-show that God, he uh, looks hungover, doesn't he? The yeah. rack there behind you, the, the the shelving. There's not a lot happening there. It looks very barren. Um, Morgan Barron. You yeah. you do look. Um, a little, you look a little pale, disheveled. Just got out of the shower. I had a cold shower. Some Ooh. of that kooky 
Aaron Rodgers, Joe Rogan shit. Who's that's your guy? Right. Who's the that's old guy? Right. Like Wilf Hunkenbomber or something like Wilf. that? Is it Wilf? Wh- Wim Hoff. Wim Hoff. <laughs> Wilf. Wim Hoff. The Hoffmeister. Uh, how long does he go on, on cold plunges? Like I've seen minutes? videos of him like walking into the glaciers water. Like this. What a stud, eh? Swimming around. So just control your breathing and pretend it's not cold? What do you do? It's all hey, mental? It's a mental... Apparently very good for you. I've, I've done it for actually quite a few years. Of course, so yeah. the sh- cold shower is not really that extreme, but uh, you know, that guy like exactly. climbs Mount Kilimanjaro in a t-shirt and shorts. Did you guys ever see the movie, the Alpinist? No, it was amazing. I, when I got COVID a, a, a few uh, lifetimes ago, I watched the, uh, the crazy free solo climb that was on mm-hmm. Disney, and then that, then you're into the climbing thing, and you got to watch all the climbing movies. But that guy, yeah, it's like it's like yeah, it was minus twenty with winds of up to fifty miles an hour, and I was uh, the winter in in Chile, and we summited this thing in eight hours and came back, and yeah, it was, it was, I couldn't feel my fingers for a few hours in there, but we did it. And you're like, holy shit, what are these guys made of? Unbelievable. Those movies are too uh, too anxious for those movies. Like, oh god, they're gonna fall for sure. Oh jeez, oh he's gonna slip and fall. Oh god, they're gonna fall for sure. Don't fall. Remember Cliffhanger with Stallone? Like the opening scene, his fucking wife falls down. And die. Like yeah. God, like really? Rough start right out of the I gate. just sat down here. That was like I Aaron just Rogers sat down two nights ago. It's like I, I haven't even got my beer open. What are you doing, taking the main character? Like, no, this god. does not coincide with Dean's comfortable existence. No. I can't do it. No, I'm just settling in. I'm not ready for death yet. Come on. Oh, talk about the. I saw a video. It, sharks are getting bigger and stronger and better. Hey? Have sharks. you seen them? They're, they're now smashing into these shark tanks. People are going cage diving or whatever. Don't do it. They're getting bigger and stronger. They're on the roids. Super sharks. These super sharks. Ah. Meg. The yeah, Meg. The Megalodons. That's Don't right. need to watch that either. <laughs> Don't need to do it. How are you when the original Jaws came out? Were you more risque? Well, that was a long time. those days. Yeah. I don't even know when I would have seen it. It wouldn't have been in the theater. Yeah. Um, but yeah, not uh, not ideal. I don't uh, don't need that. You don't like sharks. I can we tell that. Don't like sharks. You mention sharks a lot. You don't mention snakes or spiders. It's just sharks. Hate a lot of sharks. Snakes. Don't sharks like snakes. Gross. Yeah. I kind of like warmed snakes. up on snakes a couple of years ago when we were down in Dananda, mate. Mm. They had that uh, the carpet pythons. There was that big nest of like yeah, ten of them, just vibrating on her eggs, warm, keeping them warm, and then. Next thing you know, they're all cracked. Like, oh, there's just another dozen of those six footers around now. Sweet. What is that? What, what, what does having a snake as a pet bring you? Nothing. I don't know. There's no companionship, right? They don't have feelings. They don't emote. No, like I don't think if you're kind of down, you're like, oh, I'm having a bad day. Mm. Like, Sitting can on the you couch. Watch- it's not like old uh, Sam the snake comes slithering over and crawls yeah. into your laps. Like, hey, hey buddy, it's not so bad. Well, turn that frown upside down, mister. Typically, do anything. It's not no, you know what it'd be? You'd be sleeping on the couch, you fucking fall asleep, prickle choke you to death. Oh, it's a great pet. My neck. Hey, Hey, your dog's not gonna kill you in your sleep. Snake might not Brent Burns. Yeah, you gotta talk to him. We gotta talk to Brent Burns. What's the deal, man? Jack, can you call Brent Burns for us? Yeah, call Brent Burns. Uh, Burnsy and that other weirdo, Laner. 
Robin Leonard, yeah. Oh, see, that was a sad story, apparently, in Buffalo, right? He lost a lot of dough in that. Bankrupted I some I don't folks. know who's sad about it in Buffalo, but maybe he Well, is. I mean, if you were Robin Leonard's financial advisor, probably, that'd be the person highest on the list. For Robin, it's too many neck tattoos and snakes. We got we to gotta cut down our budget, our neck tattoo budget, and our snake budget. Just too much. Too He's got much. Free, some free time now. I don't see him playing hockey again. Was that last, wasn't it against New Jersey? He was in net and the puck went through his friggin' legs from the, from the sidewall. He didn't see it. It was like, what? Oh, foomp, hits the back pad of the net. Got pulled, never played again. Isn't that what happened? Is that how his career ended? I think if it, so. If it did, geez, that sucks. And then, he didn't play at all last year. He was on Vegas and Peter DeBoer. No, he's, he's in fine shape. He could maybe start for his next game. No, his friggin' back and knees, he needs surgery on his entire torso. Yeah, I wonder why his back and knees gave out. Well, Frank the Frank bombed all those snakes. He said he was almost three bells. He thought, and that's uh, that's a lot of up downs on your knees. That's not the kind of pressure you want on those joints. How close were you to three bills ever, Retro? Never three. Oh, no, I'm, how close? Yeah, what was the highest? No, two fifty is probably yeah. max. Max. Yeah, three's a lot. Three, three is a lot. lot. Yeah, three's yeah. a lot. A friend of the show posted 935 save percentage in Slovakia at three bills, but we don't need to name names. Oh, Brusty. <laughs> don't need to name names. Oh, sorry, Bear. Could be anyone. Maybe it's sorry, Danny Brusty. Taylor. He is know. big, even if you're 6'8". Yes, it's still it big, is. yeah. Right? Like yeah. Your knees and any, like your body's sore when you're lugging around three bills. Yeah. It's too much, especially for Brusty. Brusty well, and that's eight. what makes Aaron Donald such a specimen. You're like, this guy's what, like 6'1"? You're was like, Brusty oh. 300 pounds? I don't I look, I, there was a rumor and I think it was more of a feather in his cap than anything else that you could dominate a professional men's league oh. anywhere near that weight. But again, I think Dustin Bufflin and Robin Leonard we had sort of in the same territory. Whoa, did you see Buff at that Marion Hosa deal? He wasn't small. A couple but, weeks yeah. ago Marion Hosa had his final game and I mean it was a who's who, Lindstrom and Chara yeah, and Jack. it was Well, Buff was there. Buff, buff is the stuff. stuff. Yeah. But that's, listen, we all knew that, right? Yeah. He was never. He chose food over. <laughs> yeah, he chose. I've, I've got money. What did he leave in Winnipeg that last year? Oh, like seven million a year million? for a couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he just walked away from an yeah, incredible yes. amount of money. And I think he had a little bit of a grievance with the P, with yeah. the, the Jets over some injury <laughs> thing. But like, he was like, yeah, whatever. Like, I got my, I got my lake house. I got lots of dough. I just want to like drink beers on the, the dock and take the boat out for a rip every once in a while. He's good. An honest pill, a good, an honest pill for, yeah, for Buff. And I guarantee you, he would be like, eh, could have maybe Wasn't just good. Could have maybe. It's like maybe 15 just million. Finish that. But it's just salads, two years. Salads I, and sit ups. I get to sit at my lake house for yeah. as long as I survive. So. Well, that was a tough year for them because that's when they lost Myers in free agency. Truba, they had to address that situation. And I think Ben Sherratt was gone too. And it was like all of a sudden, you know, four year top five D were gone. All well, that was not only just Morrissey. four year top five, Buff was yeah. a freaking all star. Like, and a guy that set the tone like yeah. physically. Like he was, he was a huge, huge part of that team. And that, that, I think what you boomer kept saying it like five games, five games. It was the Vegas season where they went to the final mm-hmm. that they knocked off Winnipeg. It could have been the jets going to the final. He's just a, he is a big man, big dude. 
And it's, you know, it's another one of those things that we've talked about it maybe off and on. You see guys like uh, Kachuk or whatever, guys that I think just are naturally kind of the dedication it would take mm. in their career to remain in good shape and to be fit. It's like, that's for some guys they are just naturally lean. Pinder, you prick. It's true. Um, There's also some bad habits guys. out there. Every time I see Keith on TV, he's hammering 38 Bud Lights. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Not a boy, Keith. That's good life. Uh, like, As an athlete, I don't need to be fit anymore. Oh yeah. Like what else, what else is there? I've made all the money in the world. Now my kids are multimillionaires. Yeah. I've got houses wherever it's you can eat those. You can eat the rest of that or uh, slide it over. <laughs> uh, we'll get to the Pinder report coming up. The Calgary flames oh. golf tournament. We just get is, invited to this uh, thing. What happened? Yeah, it's no, we're, we're out. Are we out or we just we need to remind people we exist or um, did, they, did they lose the email? Sort of. I don't know. Either way, we're not there. Okay. There are other people there today. And I don't know if you touch upon this in the upcoming Pinder report mm-hmm. or not. Noah Hannafin. Elias Lindholm. Mm-hmm. Michael Backlund. There's a lot of these players entering the final year. Oh, there's only their six contracts. Of them. Only six of them. Come on. Yeah. Um, I can give you a quick synopsis if you would like, because uh, the assembled media did uh, get a chance to talk to a number of these guys before their rounds took place mm-hmm. today. They're open to anything. Open. Very disappointed in last year and how it ended. Mm-hmm. Just want to see how this season uh, plays out. They're excited to get started. And uh, of course I'm open to staying, but yeah. uh, we let's just get the season going and we'll see, see how things goes. go. Yeah. That's everybody. That is pretty much everybody. There's a tiny bit of nuance between them, but the general vibe is let's see how things go before we sign anything. And I think that's fair given the how disastrous last season was. Oh. Like, let's see how everyone's doing here. If, mm. Let's see how the new coach operates. Is this materially dis- different or is this the same pile of steaming fecal matter that last year was? They hated last season. Well, they hated it. Interesting take. I feel like I mentioned that about not signing guys last year and uh, you basically called me a an emotional idiot and a clown and a jackass. Oh, we said what? We got to get these guys signed. They got to sign. We got to sign them and give them all the money. And uh, we can't let it this? play out the way we did last year. No way. That's no. Good That's what place. Connie said. You're talking about Connie. Connie said that in the presser. Hmm. We can't be just walking so, guys to UFA. What's good for the goose is not good for the gander. Do you get the this point? This is not an easy spot so for Connie. They're they're cool saying it. But as a team, we aren't allowed to last year. Let's let it play out. I, I'm not uh, quite sure what you're referencing. Was someone well, last year when they signed as two players? You're, you're oh, talking about okay. Uyghur and Huberto, yes, Uyghur and where there okay. you could Kadri. not, you couldn't let the season play out. We, we could wait losing. a month or two to see if this works before. It's exactly what the players are saying. Yeah, and we're like, oh, okay. I guess it's in their hands, but. As an organization last year, no, my God, we got to overreact and sign, 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 give them the money. Yeah. This is, this has been stuck in your craw for a good uh, oh. 11 months. And I well, get it, man. I get it. I like more. the Uyghur deal. I think the Huberto is going to go down as one of the worst of all time. 
and and I think it, it, we can't just sort the of like deal though. Past the Uyghur the, deal was there a month in or two months in. You probably could have signed him for less two months in because he was playing like shit. Do you want to stay? Yeah, maybe, yeah. Five, five good. Or he's like, I'm not playing that well. Maybe I'll just wait till the summer. <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, I I think the Hubert one's a big issue for sure. He is not a ten ten half million dollar player. Never mind all the signing bonuses. You can't buy it out. No one has looked at that contract and said, "Wow, that's a good deal." It was more like people gritting their contract. teeth, being like, "Uh, 115 points, Johnny's money." Also, okay. Kadri. And Kadri. Kadri's a free agent signing. The yeah. player that we aren't allowed to trade because no one will take him. Oh, but we signed him less than a year ago to Big Doe. Yeah, but he came because he's good and we need him. He's but a weird one. Twenty-four goals in a bad year, right? Yeah, but you said you can't trade him. I don't. I don't think you get anything for him. No, well, he's gonna have to prove. So is he he's good or not? You're, I love this argument with you. No, and I, I get what you're saying because it's like Pinder. How can you say that this guy could be good again, but that no one would trade for him? I, I guess this guy's that. a second line center. Yeah, but I just teams love second line centers. These guys are important components I, to a winning team. Can you trade him? Not a chance. No way. And no I, one, need, no one would, no team would want him. Yeah, and it's the same with Markstrom. It's the exact same conversation <laughs> because I don't think GMs are willing to take on the risk until guys prove they're back. Kadri has to prove he's back. Markstrom has to prove he's back. I think they can bounce back, and I think those are safer sort of guesses. I don't think GMs have any interest in the risk involved in betting on those bounce backs when there's other options out there. When you can go get Max Pacioretty for peanuts, Brett Burns for peanuts, when you can pick up a goalie off the Aiden Hill that's a nobody that could turn into a starter. I don't think GMs in their comfortability with risk have any interest in these things, but that doesn't mean these guys can't bounce back. Do you see how I'm sort of trying to thread the needle there? I get it, but I yeah. love. We do get it, of course. And and uh, again, this will be a conversation that we've had and will continue to have. And we saw it certainly this off season with free agent signings. If do you like Nazem Kadri? Sure, we do. Well, what's mm -hmm. he make? Oh, it's six million. Oh, okay. Seven. Yeah. For how many more years? Yeah, that is the thing. The terms always two more years, me. one more year. No, five. Can't do it. Try seven. Seven times seven. Cannot do it. Yeah. So. And I, th I think what you're seeing with Elias Lindholm is an understanding of leverage. Like, if you're his agent and you look at this roster without him and you know Michael Backlund's up, like, let's say Backlund says, you know what, guys, I, I want to go chase the title. Could you try to move me to a contender? I love it here, but I just, I, my dream is to win a Stanley Cup. I want to try to do that, and it's not happening here this year. Maybe it's just something doesn't go right this year, and he, he wants to leave. Like, I think he's earned that. He's been a great flame. He's been a fantastic human here. Lindholm was like, what are you going to do next year? Are you going to roll in with into the, the season with Nazem Kadri and who else at center ice? Like, who else is at center? Who else do they have? Like, Lindholm understands. He has all the leverage here, at least his agent does. And, like, the idea is the billionaire owns the team. I'm their only number one center, a guy that can even pretend to be a number one center in this league. Of course I think I'm worth nine or nine plus if Bull Horvat's getting eight and change on the island. Because look at them without me. If they but want again, to win, comes, they need me. It comes down to the bigger the bigger question. We've had it, and I think we all know the answer. What are you trying to do? Are you trying to take this group of players and win a Stanley Cup with this group of players? Or are you trying to build a team that down the road can be a perennial yeah. powerhouse and contend I mean, for multiple cups over a three-year, four-year period? Yeah. Like, we, Rhett's talked about a five-year plan, and I think all of us are on side with that the challenge is i don't think that's anywhere near what 
the marching orders and or philosophy of the owner is. So that puts Connie in a pickle, doesn't it? Oh, you're muted, bud. It's a nasty pickle he's in because yeah. you're band-aiding everything for five years. Even less, maybe. Like, when does Kadri start to fall off? He's already 33. I know. But, yeah. Like, like you, you, you have a tiny little window to be competitive here. This is a tough spot, man. You don't want to ink too many guys to six, seven, eight-year deals, do you? Again, we've talked about it. It's gross because I don't trust that they're going to be good. Should they be better than last year? Sure. But there's other teams that have improved as well. Does it guarantee a playoff spot? And even if it is a playoff spot, great. Are we talking about a team that can actually go into Vegas or L.A. or Edmonton and win a series? Dallas? You're going to beat Dallas in a series next year? Yeah. So let me ask so, you this. I just sorry, I was going to say, because your point about Uyghur last year, Retro, and I agree with you. What more, how much more were you going to have to pay Uyghur if he came out and led the league in defense score? Like, what, there's, what were you going to have to pay him? I guess my question then is with Elias Lindholm, if you believe what you're hearing, and Elliot Frieden was talking about it, it's probably, he's surpassed that Bo Horvat contract. It's high yeah. eights, nines, nine and change. They've offered more. If he goes out and has a great start to the season... How much more? Is he a $10 million player? Do you know what I mean? I just... And like you said, Pinder, I get the argument. If Backlund leaves and Kadri's your only guy under contract, are you going to let Lindholm... But now you're you're just... You're chasing. That's just yeah, that band-aid chasing. Mm -hmm. Well, we can't let him go, so let's overpay him. And then if you happen to hit a home run with someone, a kid, you're screwed. Yeah, what if in two or three years, Hanzik has emerged as a very good young setter. That'd be lovely, wouldn't it? Comes but out then entry you've level, got, deserves to get paid. You've got five years of Kadri and six years of Lindholm. So he now he's your third now line he's setter. Chuck, where he signs a bridge and says, not re-sign. Like, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm less concerned about that in the sense that you'll always be able to pay your good young players. It's more what you can surround them with. Like, they got 52 million bucks in three years or something like that. Like, I, I don't see them being like... Well, now we can't sign a young star. What it more That's if likely they don't have is... Lindholm. <clears throat> Pardon me. They're gonna they're gonna have fifty two million bucks. That's as it stands now, and yeah, you're gonna need players and all that. Well, I what's just... Lindholm taking? Ten. So even if it is ten, you got forty two million bucks to sign Hanzek. Is that gonna screw you? Like you're gonna get him signed. It's more what you're gonna surround that. Group, yeah, you're gonna right? get him signed in, initially, but. Mm -hmm. There's you, never you cannot be a spot you, you cannot you... argue that regardless. I mean, I guess the cap is the cap, but. If you have enough bad money tied up, something you're going to get fucked somewhere. What it looks like is Vancouver. So you, you keep your Pedersons and you keep your Quinn Hughes's and you keep your Thatcher Demko's. But you, you, what happens is the bottom half of the roster turns to shit. And so I, I agree with you that you have to be savvy with cap management. It's so crucial. It's the only thing that limits how much talent you, you collect is how much money you pay on players. It's maybe the most important piece for a GM. Um, but what I'm, I'm also saying is that it's not at the expense of your best players. It's always at the expense of how much talent can you put around your best players? Like there aren't many guys that can't pay their best players. Like, like Edmonton and Vancouver have horrible cap situations for a while. They always keep their stars. Well, you know what though? It's that's just what not you surround true. them with is crap. That's not true because Tampa Bay, here's the thing. Tampa Bay has struggled to pay a lot of their players. So it's just that the guys, that, the guys that they have are fucking all world superstars. 
And they paid them all. Kept like them all. Every, every year, there's two or three players that they would like to keep that have to leave. Right. But my point because... is that they're secondary pieces, right? It's the Kalorns and Coleman's and Palats that leave. It's not Kucherov, Vasilevsky, Hedman, Stamkos. Well, point. yes, but if Nazem Kadri is not Nikita Kucherov. That's my point. Those are the guys that leave, not your young stars. So th th that's what I'm saying. I'm okay with you spending, but Elias Lindholm is not Steven Stamkos. Yeah, if no. you want to tie up $10 million a year and $9 million a year, then do it on fucking superstars. Not guys who are top five, top ten in the conference players. Yeah. So, uh, and then the, the question becomes, let's say that Backland Gonzo, Lindholm Gonzo, two-year four defenseman Gonzo, all of a sudden it's like, you noted this a while ago, Dino, you got a big reset on the cap here. You've got some room. There's a nice class of free agents. Is there anyone you think you can get at the same number you're offering Elias Lindholm right now, that is better. Can I? Can I? Ask and I, you, I would venture to suggest the answer is no. Can I ask you a question? Fire. With all that cap space. Yeah. You're you're talking about going to free agency to get guys, right? Is that what you're going to use that money? Well, I'm not on? saying this is what I'm doing. I'm just it's a, it's an exercise to sort of illustrate a point. I think they should be rebuilding to an extent here, retooling like you do. I just don't think the owner's on that page. He's never shown it, and he doesn't speak publicly, so all we can guess is, like, what has he done in the past? How does he operate in these situations? He's always like, get in, do it quickly. Yeah, I just I, – that's what I – I guess that's what I fear with $40 million, so you're going to have to sign – or if you get Lindholm, and I'm saying 10 which might be – way overpay but just uh rasmus anderson's gonna need his money some of these guys are gonna chew up some of that 52 yeah that for you're sure. talking about and then they're gonna be in the same spot where well we we gotta win so let's go sign a free agent and spend too much on these guys yeah if if you can even do it you know what i mean like steven stamkos wasn't who's the biggest free agent that we've been able to bring into calgary probably markstrom the free biggest free agent success in terms of like story. The, well, uh, not only mean success, just like in terms of where he was in the market. That was the best goalie available. They went and got him. Yeah, and and that's I actually don't mind the marks from signing. I think it's been okay, fine. Yeah. Last year was off. I, but in the history of the Flames, signing free agents, and in the history of free agency, it typically doesn't work out a lot. The yeah. biggest guns are not coming to Calgary. You have to build that from within and I, they had an opportunity to restock the shelves and i just think that they're not doing enough of that and i think we all agree with that but yeah and the opportunity still remains it's just i was gonna say i agree right yeah. I, I you still you've got you're never going to be free of some albatross contracts here and there no team you might want to take some but on you, you yeah. still have an opportunity here i, I totally. i'm with you it's just it's that whole well what if we don't pay them, then what are we going to look like this year? They so have handled an eight-year deal yeah, yeah. based on the 23-24 season. They have two defensemen under contract for next year. Perfect. Like if you if you want to if this does if this goes sideways out of the gate, like they will never choose to rebuild, but when they're forced to, they do. And so, in a weird backwards way, there might be fans wanting this to go sideways for two three months so that you don't have these you know, nearly decade-long commitments to an aging roster that probably tops out at just okay, not great. And I wonder, too, and you'd be, 
you'd be the guy to talk to about it retro from having played and from watching it now i just wonder too for a young player the money's the money's the money so it says three four million but if all of a sudden you have two defensemen under contract and yeah you got to pay to get people to come to calgary but there would there not be some players who would say so i can be a five six or press box some nights in colorado or whatever but i'm going to play every night top four I, my next contract if i'm getting some power play time does that not matter five, yeah so you're saying you're going to give a five six and because he's going to be a four on your team he's going to come so you're giving a five six a, i'm not saying a, you're paying i'm not saying you're overpaying to get him i'm just saying would a player look at roughly the same money yeah and say i can go to calgary i think that's play. spot man it's like opportunity right when has it happened though is my stature this summer <laughs> like that's the exact guy right he goes to a contender he's seven he goes to arizona he's playing every night yeah, that's the other side of it too. Though, well, there would be sure, sure, yes. You just Stetcher's a great example of it. Yes, I just don't know that those are the guys that are going to move the needle for you. I agree with that too. Yeah, you're, no one's a five six away when you have two defensemen under contract. <laughs> but I, 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 I'm with you, Dean. Like, if if they here's the thing: if you're smart about unloading guys that aren't going to resign here, or saying, you know what, this could hurt us more than it helps us signing this guy to what it it's going to take to get them done. You're not moving them for nothing. Like you're going to get assets. Mm -hmm. Those can be picks. Those can be young cost controlled assets. Those can be young defensemen that are under contract. I mean, it's a really unique opportunity for Connie. The challenge is that Lindholm's the toughest one because you don't have any center depth. You don't have a center prospect that you know is going to hit. I think you've biggest... got lots of D like I think you can shed Hannafin and still have a good blue line. I don't think you can have a good forward core though Lindholm right now. And so if Connie's got this MO of you got to be competitive, that's his toughest spot is Lindholm. That's that's what I was just going to say. I think this, the the most clarity that's come to my mind through this summer is that it's status quo from ownership down. Mm -hmm. Which was too bad. Remember when I was in that Oilers room about to golf and Rhett was went on the 13 cuss tirade and it was like everyone wants to leave screw these guys like we'd convinced ourselves that even the owner must acknowledge now it's time for a rebuild no nah. and maybe we were overreacting but still, well, and it's again like, it's, it's here's your opportunity over, to reset you, you are you're overreacting but you're not because you did have the opportunity you got guys saying they yeah. want out a coach it's, it's it was a complete shit show like yeah. let's not forget it was a shit show for the last year here Yes. The moment Gaudreau didn't sign, it was an absolute. And everyone could say, well, oh, Brad did a great trade. Did a great trade, and he fucked up the signings. Major. I he fucked up one of the signings, but he yeah. No, he chased it. He was, you know what? To me, it sounds terrible because I like Tree, but he was a guy. I think he was in a position where, uh, as a GM, where it's like, well, I might as well go all in. I ain't yeah, going to last like year that. long. We and don't think win, I'm done. There was a lot of scar tissue about the way that Johnny happened. They, just the fear of it happening again seemed to paralyze the well, and office. Right? But Kadri was the same At way. At least they got you're, you're, Matthews you're to trade, right? You're 100% discounting the Kadri signing, I think, Ryan. Like, uh, it's not just Huberto. And Uyghur's okay because he've got him signed and he can be a decent defenseman. That, yeah. Kadri was brought in for this team right now. To win. Yeah. And they and had they, a winning team. They also packaged up a first to make room for Kadri because it was they, one exactly. year left to Monahan. Like, I, I'm not here saying Kadri's a good move. It's just you specifically talked about that trade and then the signs. The Kadri one is tough, man. It really is. Um, 
you know, the, and but the you've thing, talked to, sorry, back to it just to finish. And I'm I'm reiterating what we've said for months. Last spring was the time going into this trade deadline. Whether you got guys out of this draft or not, I sure wished they'd have had the freedom to dump guys and, and become a bank for the rest of the league. Yeah. Well, and you know what? To that point, Retro, you can't control. Craig Conroy can't control what offers are going to be there. But for I, th- there's uh, uh, just heck, you can't control that. If you if you get offers that just these offers are no friggin' good. I mm-hmm. yeah, we want to turn the the roster over, but we have to be able to get more at the deadline or a month or two if there's injuries from other teams. If we get into it, what you can control is re-signing these guys to too much money. Yes. And you've talked about it in Buffalo, and it's the same thing here. And it's a lot of these markets. You want guys that want to be here. And you're just you're not going to have a room full of guys that love Calgary or love Buffalo. You just can't have guys that are older, overpaid, only here because they got paid and they don't they don't want to be here but they they'd rather be somewhere else because inevitably Coronado, Pelche, Hansek there's going to be younger guys that are going to come into the into that dressing room. And if you've got a bunch of guys in there in their mid to late 30s, retirement making gone. tons of dough and a bunch of sour pusses, yeah. that also is no good. So now you're it's no good on the ice and it's no good off the ice. Think about the wild, Dino. They are in, I think, year four of five of just massive cap pain for buying out Suter and Parisi. Why did they do that? They weren't bad players. They were making too much. It's because they killed the fucking culture there. Yeah. They, they were retiring in Minnesota. And, and the Wild said, this is going to hurt, and we're going to be handicapped to the point where like we're going to have maybe 20 to 25% less cap to work with than the rest of the league, but we have to do this because it's going to trickle down to our kids. And if they see this and that's the culture that's set, we're fucked longer than those contracts. And, and I don't so know we, how good any of these young players are, but we've said it, and Rhett, you've said it till we're blue in the face. That's a young man's league. And you have to give – it's just that's the that's the only way I see this team. And it's if, if Lindholm comes back, it's not as though the team is screwed or whatever. But how many 30-year-olds can yeah. you have on a team? It just seems to be like peak sadness if you are – You're already a non-playoff team. Old – no cap space, trading picks of the deadline to bolster teams that aren't good enough to go deep. Like that, that is, we've seen that. It just reminds me way too much of the end of Jerome's time here. And they yes. basically played him down until he was worth a nickel on the dollar instead of moving him after a 40 goal year where you could have restocked the whole shelves. We fixed it. Well, I think we pointed out what was wrong. No, we, we noticed yeah. what's going on. Oh, is that what yeah. we did? <laughs> Kind of we used a few of our senses to see the shit that could unfold. Yeah, that's it. Let's get into the Pinder Report. It's a presentation of Village Honda. Right now, it's the clear out on 2023 Honda Ridge Lines and the Passport. New in stock inventory on the ground. Maybe you want a 2024. Hey, they've got some of those. You want the 2023s? They're blowing them out. Northwest Automall online at villagehonda.com. They are your dealership for life and present the Pinder Report. Well, as we start where you started, Dino, right at uh, the Flames kickoff of sorts. It does feel like hockey season once we have the Flames annual golf tournament. And with that, we have quotes from players. Here's center Michael Backlund. Just like I said at the end of last season, I want to see what's going to happen here. 
and I'm still feeling that way. I haven't closed any doors. I'm excited to start the season. We'll see how things shake out. Uh, if this team is good, I think you can expect to see a career Michael Backlund, which would be lovely. If this team is not, I think Backlund would love a chance to go to a contender. How old's Backlund now? What is he, 35-ish? Like, I think it's – he's understanding there's not a lot of tread left. He turns 35 in the spring. Next, Backlund Moore. Want to see where this team's going. Only so many years left. Make the most of it, but I do love Calgary. Uh, I'm not just going to take off and leave. It's a big decision that hasn't been made yet. Again, nothing new there, but just reiterating after the translation issues we had with Google back in the spring that he's not closed any doors, but I, I think, like you said, Dean, well, a lot of these other free agents, what's it like this year? Am I going to mm-hmm. like going to work? Do we win? Is that, you know, the best medicine, just W's, baby. Yeah, and it's, it, it is, all of them are going to say that. And if we were in that spot, we would probably say the same thing because we have the luxury of that time. It's got the leverage. He has the time. He can use it. There, it looks like the cap's going up. We don't have a ton of clarity on it. Of course, let's see how things shake out. Yeah. Why would I make that decision now? Similar vein, Noah Hannafin, who at some points this summer we were told would not resign here. He has reiterated that uh, doesn't mean he won't ever resign here, just that he wasn't going to resign in the summer. Okay. <laughs> now that according to Conroy, for people that are just listening, right? Yeah, uh, Conroy indicating the team hasn't closed on the door and returning. And uh, he also hasn't closed the door on the team. So, okay, fine, sure. Uh, Thanks, <laughs> boy, I have a, sure have a lot of these, hey? Just Lindholm, Backlund, Hannafin, Tanev, Shillington, and Zadorov. Just six. Hmm. I'm not putting your boy. Uh, i got to say, with Shillington, Shillington should be pumped to get a contract. Uh, that would be, I think, probably your easiest bit of business. You, you get him going early and say, Oliver, we, we're so glad you're back. Let's get something done here. The others, a little more leverage, a little more urgency on those fronts, perhaps. Uh, okay. Other Flames news. Eric Francis reporting that it's going to be probably Rasmus Anderson as the next captain. He also notes it would have been Backlund, but doesn't have a contract beyond this year. It would be a little clunky if you didn't Backlund a captain and then he was moved midseason. Uh, and then I think we've we've talked about it. I think Rasmus has some of those qualities you like. Plays with some edge. He's a guy that usually doesn't cheat the game with his effort. And also we've noted those guys in the room know more than we do about who's really leading the group and who isn't. Naming a captain. Go for it. Important to Connie and Huska, and it'll be done before the season starts, they say. I would also give it to Rasmus Anderson. I like how he plays. Or Weak like Rasmus. Yeah. I've kind of saying for, for months. He's drafted by the team, has come up through the development system. And not that that makes a great captain, but he seems to have some leadership quality from where we sit and watch. Mm-hmm. Has some I've, swagger. Does have some swagger. Uyghur would be fine as well, but uh, no, I like the age, style of play. Attaboy, Rasmus. If, in fact, that comes to be, which we do expect it to be. Yes, that uh, would make sense. Okay, let's get back to the drama in Columbus. Remember that quiet little market where no one was going to notice Mike Babcock was coaching? Wrong, wrong, wrong. Mm. Yeah, Babs is back. Uh, There's a statement from Babs and the Jackets regarding the uh, allegations put forth by the Spit and Chicklets podcast. Uh, We're learning about people's families. We're showing photos of the families, blah, 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 blah. Boone Jenner, same quote. What about Johnny Ohio Hockey? What about him? What's he saying? Johnny? Johnny, you there? 
Hey. Uh, yeah, it was a cool and unique way to get to know the player. So this is a tough spot these players are put in. We don't know exactly what happened, but we do know that you kind of got to toe the line for your new head coach before the season even starts. Or uh, don't play that side of it too much, Pinder, because it was a because I'm, I'm going to take the other side. I had a buddy who grew up with Babcock texted me last night and said, yeah. "Listen, it's all fine and good. Everyone makes takes shots, and he's an easy target. But Babs is a family guy and a good person." If he's not treated you well, my Commodore would definitely have a different opinion. Yeah. But I don't think just picture that. And remember what we said we would respond with. Hey, give me your phone. I want to look at your pictures. Go F your hat is yeah, what we're, I think pretty much everyone yeah. would say. And right? we're we're about to show the other side of it too, right? Okay. That, that is Columbus's response to Kami. And then Kami and Ray Whitney from Spin Chicklets respond to that. Right, uh, and right. we don't know what happened. And I think there's a lot of people that love Mike Babcock. There's also a lot of people he's rubbed the wrong way. I have had no interactions with him. I don't know the human. Uh, so I'm not here to say he's this or that. What we're showing is the whole spectrum of this thing. So the Columbus is playing, the Columbus players playing this down like, no, no, no. Like, it's meet the family stuff. This isn't a big deal. To which we get a response from is nasty. A couple of them. Knock off the BS. Enough with putting guys on the spot. Uh, I've had tons of players confirm this. Smarten the bleep up, Babs. Shove this statement up your hoop. Okay, so that's more from Bissonette. So he's saying, I hear what you're saying. That's not what I'm talking about. And then he says, if you think on this podcast, the story we would talk about it without confirming it, you need a brain transplant. It's bizarre behavior from a guy that's had bizarre behavior before and gotten canned for stuff like this. And, you know, he says, I've had other players confirm it. So really what we're talking about is what happened in that room. The guys on Spit and Chicken saying, listen, we've got this on good authority that the way they're portraying it is not how it went. And we're here from the Blue Jackets. No, no, this is really innocent. This is no big deal. So we don't know what's happening, but we, we love the drama. Like, I just think of the, how good. It is great. We, like, the, we're, where's, uh, who's the host on WWE? Like, remember the short bald guy that used to do the Hulk Hogan? And, Come on, Ryan. This is good. We need, I know, what's his name? God damn Come it. on, Ryan. Uh, not Paul Bearer. He was the oh, guy. Keep moving. I know. Where's I know. What is it? You gotta push that. You gotta give me his name. I need a shovel. Yeah. Oh but now that I've got the shovel, tell me his name. Mean Gene Okerlund. Thank mean. you, Mean Gene. We need a Mean Gene here. This Let me tell you something, up. Mean Gene. Yeah. Here's uh, Ryan Whitney. Did I say Ray Whitney earlier? You did. Yeah. Oh, sorry about that. Ryan's a tough name. I can't remember that. Uh, <laughs> when players from Columbus make a statement that the characterizations of uh, Babcock from Biz Myself are false, just know that's BS. I feel bad putting the players in a tough spot, but Babcock's complete weasel shouldn't be coaching in the league. Okay, so that's Whitney's take. So you Gee, have, I wonder if you have was... the co the the podcast guys sticking up for themselves and having yeah. each other's back, and, and the, the players, players sticking up for the coach. Thing. Now you know, and I'm not going to say I feel bad for Babcock, but if this was a genuine effort, if they're in a, I, I don't know, is this one were, were these one on one meetings? Is this the team sitting down? It's like, it it felt like, hey, give me your phone so I can go through your pictures. Yeah. Yes, and that's Whereas what we here don't it's like, know. hey, you know what? Here's some photos of what I did this summer. This is my. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. 
That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Place at the lake, I got a boat. You got any pictures? You know, if you got, uh, love to see your kids and your family. If it's him trying to be genuine, then it really blew up into in his face and it's too bad. But maybe that's one of those things you don't ask people to do. Two things. Biz did sell it as it was a give me your phone thing. He yes, did, he did. Right? And he said he's got it confirmed. Yeah. And Biz is mad, mad. They're massive, and that's fine. And I don't know that he's wrong, but they, you know, maybe three things. Second thing, there's guys that want to suck up to Biz and spit chiclets. They want to look cool. So they are going to, you know what I mean? They think they're pri- talking privately, and they're putting a spin on it. When Boom tells a story, I tell a story, Pinder tells a story on this show, you're going to there's no sense. I went to the game and I asked the ref if we could change, right? You, you built, you spice up the story. And I got biz did that. And probably the guys that were talking to biz did that. Yeah. Now I've lost my third. Yeah, you had a third thing there. I had a third thing. I was, see, I Those stuck, are the first two though. And I should have stuck to two. The first two were good. <laughs> Do you need a shovel or it's been a lot yeah, of shovels? No, today. I need more than a shovel. <laughs> The third part was the most important. It really was. It yeah. felt like you were really building. It was yeah, building towards building. It's like here's this yeah. and here's okay, that. What was the and first one finally. again? The first one was uh, guys want to be guys cool to biz. Cool. Yeah. Uh, the second now, one is you're going to spice up biz. Biz did sell it as potentially misrepresented the story. Give me your phone, right? Yeah. I'm on it. Give me your phone. I'm going to look at your pictures. That was kind of the portrayal that biz put out there. Yes, it was. Right. And and we don't know whether that's true or not. And then secondly, there's no way you're going to spice up your story. I, I, I have to believe only because if you, any of us, we said the same, all of us said the same thing. If I don't give a shit, if it's your coach or not, these guys are in the NHL. Yeah. There's no effing way a coach is going to say, give me your phone and your passcode. And I'm going to go through your pictures. That's why I think and this you, is this. And you're going to be okay with it. Because I don't not, think if, if it's mm-hmm. actually just showing the family cabin that anyone would even be talking about. It. it had to be more for this actually to be anything, didn't it? Well, that's what I'm saying. Being cool on the Spit and Chicklets podcast. Wanted to be cool with biz. Like, there's they you, you, you spice up the story a little bit. And I just had the third thing. And you lost oh, it. Oh, that's what it is. Kids are idiots. And I'm learning more and more about this as I go. And they will, I'm coaching the 14-year-olds. I asked the kid yesterday, 
Hey, how's school going? School. Yeah. Why? What? What? What do you mean? <laughs> Sorry, man. I'm just just yeah. making conversation, right? So there can be misinterpretation by these young dumb kids, and Babcock's just like, dude, I'm. Kids okay. are so dumb. Sorry. Mm-hmm. That's Sorry for asking. Hey, uh, yeah. looks like you're, you're, uh, you've lost your finger there. You want some help or you need a Band-Aid? The hell are you asking me that for? Okay. So dumb. Sorry. Right? If only we had another person that knows Babs well that could weigh in here. I, but that's a skewed hmm. opinion. Of course it is. And that's what we're saying. Oh, no. Here's comedy. <laughs> Let's have a listen. <laughs> oh, just brush balls. Look at him. Mike Commodore here. <laughs> hey, look, I, I mean, I don't enjoy doing these videos, but Mike Babcock just can't help himself. All this talk, second chance, he's changed. It's all bullshit. <laughs> Nothing's changed. He's exactly the same. He's pulling the same stuff now that he was in Toronto, that he was in Detroit. It's the same shit. Power, intimidation, and, I mean, going through people's camera rolls i mean pervert <laughs> he's a pervert well at least we've got an unbiased down the middle opinion there yeah from yeah that's good that's where we would go for and i'm not i'm not bringing this up to say like look at this guy here's the things he's done so much as like this is peak drama this Great is melrose story. place this yeah. is 90210 this is days of our live shit in the nhl because no one upset a small number of people actually know what actually happened and we've got people on either side vehemently saying the other people are not telling the truth. It it's, is it has really juicy really, stuff. It has caused some emotional trauma for a lot of like it's there's a lot of buildup here. I also think just the context of biz and that show are, are important. And we saw it in Nashville when we went down for the draft retro. Like to see Bissonet out is the only way you can really understand the stardom and the clout that he holds. Uh, in the States. And we don't get to see it as much here because he's been a big personality on the TNT broadcast, which have been excellent and far better than the ESPN ones. He's, he is a really big swing indeed, whether he wants to be or not Dean. And it's like, he, he is one of the most impactful yes. hockey media people bar none. There yeah. are some insiders, but biz is on. Now he did play. He's He's funny. He's charismatic. He's he's the best part. He's probably the best part of that that show, right? Because sure. Wayne's there. Wayne likes him. He it's more than just being an influencer. But because you're right, Retro, there will be there will be a lot of guys. Spitting Chicklets is cool. It's a very good podcast. It's the best of it's the best one going, and it. Biz is just cool and he can sell beer and they can sell liquor and they can, you know what I mean? It's he's a, he's a powerful guy. A I do wonder have to have some F you to it behind him. Too. Yeah. And but I wonder be some responsibility by, I mean, I don't think he's spouting bullshit. I really don't. Uh, I do think there's some room for the misinterpretation from a lot of different ways. Yeah. I, I worry about him a little bit because he is so unfiltered and he is himself. And that's why he's gotten to this point. But as he becomes to your point, Ryan, is he becomes kind of a legitimate mainstream influencer and a, a guy with some clout, not that it becomes easier to be canceled. 
when he, the he, more mainstream that, you get. He's on that line where it's like you didn't have to use that euphemism. Like it's just a little yeah. too there was uh, a there was a tweeter and X that went out yeah. by him today or yesterday, and I'm like, oh, okay. You could pick a different analogy there. Yeah, you don't have to be. Um but that's me. But it was I it was just blown away. Like there was a line of people to talk with Biz all night. Uh, whatever I uh, would Aldeans or whatever. And I was like, of course everyone wants to say hi, but it just didn't stop. And it was like, I didn't, I knew he was big. And I think we all understood the power of his stardom as a broadcaster, more than a player, but it, it was to a level I didn't expect in Tennessee. If you know what yeah, I mean. he, and, and you know what? The guy works his ass off. Wow, it's all oh, well, this guy. He's just, uh, he's funny. And he tweets guy has worked his ass off. He has leaned into it. He's gotten better at it. I remember we talked to him years ago and he had kind of plans and designs with what he wanted to do. He's like the, he's the Pat McAfee of the NHL. Totally. That's a good call. Yeah. And I think similar vibes, right? They're like not afraid to say what's on their mind. And if this is controversial, so be it. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's very much the opposite of how the insiders have to sort of like, you, you can't burn these sources you have and you've got to play through everything down the middle and be a journalist. That ain't it. Right. So retro, you laughed out. You, you lolled when Mike Commodore's picture came up on the screen there. What was so funny? <laughs> then he looked disheveled again. I'm like, just, you know what it was? I'm, he, look, look at me. I'm like, but, that video but, came <laughs> up like after his first tweet of the day which was on Twitter or X or whatever. And like, he's not on all the time, but anytime there's any Babs controversy, it's good morning folks. Yeah. And it is, <laughs> and it is good morning. Later. Like you good just morning. out of the shower and that, that his hair is an animal in, unto itself is not a shock. We know his hair is something special. You've seen it. <laughs> anyway, this is drama boys. Like I know that this isn't ideal type of PR, but there's sort of that philosophy. No PR is bad PR. This is people are going to be paying more attention to the blue jackets than they would have otherwise. That's a fact. Does this blow over enough for Babcock to just go about like, whether yes. you like him or not, can yes. he just go coach now? Or is it's he said, she said, yeah. and until there's a smoking gun, it's just that. So here we go. And you know what? Like knives will be out if they suck. And that's not a great roster, <laughs> but he's got a little bit of time. I'd think. Yeah, I agree. I, I I don't think th this was an off season deal. If anybody other than Biz talks about it, it's nothing. It speaks to the power of spit and chicklets and Biz, yep. frankly. Totally. Okay. Well, there's your uh, your update. If you missed this week's soap opera on that, oh, I'm sure more tomorrow to be sure. Be sure to stay on top of that one, Dino. Uh, Blue Jays have had a bad time to lose two in a row. It's the team that was chasing them past tense, and now the team that's ahead of them, the Texas Rangers, back-to-back -back wins to open a four-game set. They now sit in wild card two. Seattle won last night, and the Blue Jays are suddenly tied for the final wild card, but Seattle owns a tie break. Hmm. <laughs> Kikuchi tonight, Gosman tomorrow. Wouldn't be the worst time for a split. Fellas, big game tonight. Hmm. Being a split. Well, it's four game set, and the Texas won the first two. Okay, so the split the four split means. Yeah, I thought you were talking about splitting like, the next two. No, starts. no, sorry. I mean, uh, like, basically, all they had to do was split a four game set to be in great control of their destiny, and they've lost the first two, and now it's like, ooh, the, the numbers don't look good at all if you lose three one or four zero in this series. Uh, the good news: Seattle and Texas have seven against each other. Remaining, the bad news, the Jays have like 13 against Boston, Tampa, 
New York and they've struggled against the AL East. We're, we're down. You to just the, hope those get done in regulation. In reg. Start Dang. throwing three point games in there. And well, uh, the shootout. Nightmare Boy, they've struggled in the shootout, especially Vladi. Ask the Flames last year, right? It's hard to catch. Too many teams in front of you. Huge NFL news, guys, and I mean huge. You think Aaron Rodgers, that uh, plot twist was in the script was crazy? Here's the biggest news of the season. Travis Kelsey hanging out quietly with Taylor Swift. Oh, baby. Well, he had gone on his podcast. I believe, and talked about how he tried to, he was at a concert and wanted to give her a gift or something. He kind of shot his shot a while back. Not a boy. Yeah, we're old married dudes. Can we even talk about young people dating or what, what happens? Sure now? we can. We're not saying, and not, not calling him a pervert. <laughs> Who would do that? Go well, out there and just perverted. arbitrarily He's pick a guy. He's an star. She's a pop star. He's not yeah. grabbing her phone, scrolling through the camera roll. They are two highly successful young people in their uh, line of work. I hope it works out. Wonderful people, I'm told. I don't know either, but yeah. Hope for the best for these two. <laughs> Big news, Dean. That's huge TMZ. news. Also, also important if Kelsey gets back on the football field, but yeah. this also... Don't need any lingering groin issues Big. this season. He's already missed one week, so let's get him healthy and back. Three. You I'm can't even do that because yesterday you had some terrible, terrible. Oh, Dean was awful. Yeah. Yes. Too far. What was everyone else? No, I, you know what? It was the oh, his uh, the groin injury. Like it's. I know what it was. A little on I, the nose. You, uh, literally, you literally were talking about. Oh, anal maybe he needs a little uh, massage in the groinal region to be, get him back in the field. It Come is a. It, I know it's a boomocracy, but if if we were we had access to the shovel, you it could have been used a couple of occasions yesterday. I control the comedy around here, fellas. Democracy it is. That's never changed. Uh, Thursday night football, looking at my calendar. Tomorrow, boys. Right? Yeah. Yes. Already. Let's buckle up. Here it is. Here's yeah. Betway's line. The Vikings, who uh, soiled their pants week one against Baker Mayfield and the Buccaneers at home. They got Baker. a touchdown on the road. How about that? Take Had something to say there. Take them. This is my Betway bet. Okay, amazing. So I, I won't say anything about picks. Here's what I can tell you about week one. Road teams, 12-4 and four against the spread. That is incredible. Like you're talking 75%. And uh, also, home favorites only went 3-8. and eight. Mm. We'll uh, mm. maybe see if that lines up with Boom's bet later. Or if those trends just need to normalize, Dean, obviously, that could back it up too. Uh, waiver wire Wednesday. Let's see what happened in the media hacks league. Looks like Jack. Uh, let's go to the Jack cam. What do we got here? Oh my God. $50 for Josh Kelly. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. You could have got him for 13. <laughs> That's quite something. Out a boy, Jack. Yeah. No messing that... around. Uh, okay. Needed, needed a backup running back. Well, who knows? And Austin Eckler, they're not saying anything. This is a Eckler's, weird one. Uh, yeah, there's something up with that. There's clear. an issue, but is he going to play through it? Is he done or is he just going to be fine? I don't know. Now, also, Dean, I know what you were doing at 2.08 this morning, and you should be ashamed of yourself. Uh, you added <laughs> Raheem Shahid. Raheem Shahid? What Somebody? What's the great is going on in your... Brain. It's it's the best name. It's my favorite name in football. 
Raheed oh. Shaheed. I got to have some Raheed Shaheed in my life. He's keeping you up, apparently. You could have put a claimant on waivers. Instead, you added the free agent at 2.08 this morning. Please sleep. You're nicer when you sleep. I can't mm-hmm. sleep. Oh, no wonder you're so nice all the time. It's not good, man. <laughs> Sorry about that. Got Trust me. me, I'm doing everyone a favor by staying home. By sitting here and impacting fewer people's lives in person. Okay. You're welcome. We set the line at 0.5 studio visits this week. Everyone took the under. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. That one, it's deep in Betway. Tough to find the Boomer live studios. And you know what? You can you can start looking at futures bets for October, November, December. Yeah. Take the under. Yeah, it's, there, there isn't an under yeah. low enough. Yeah. Take the under. I got new. What's got lower than zero? Lightning fast internet. Got a new camera, new microphone. Maybe. I'm not going anywhere. Uh, I don't have pants on right now. Uh, somewhere there's a segue to the mill hunter from that. I can't quite nail it, but uh, let's take a peek at Zach Wilson, superstar in the making, Rhett. Uh, there's his passer rating next to Mahomes, Allen, and Burrow. Stud. Maybe just a reminder that also it's uh, one game is the smallest of sample sizes. Jack, uh, have you got the other fifty dollars left from your uh, from your fab? Throw I a quick. 40, I got forty-five now. Throw yeah, a little forty-five dropped. down on on Wilson. He already dropped five earlier for guys dropped already. I <laughs> <laughs> haven't you? Didn't you drop him again? Yeah, I, he got negative two points and he got dropped. Uh, <laughs> Jackson, I love spend it. the money, Jack, because I always have about a hundred dollars at the end of the year. So you can't get buried with your free agent auction dollars, Jack. Are there no up. bills out there retro that you could buy on the uh, free agent Ooh, on the waiver that wire? Monday performance, I don't know how many. That, you really want it. That was tough, tough, I'm tough. I'm in day. a wait and see mode, Dean, just like yeah. a lot of the Flames players are going to see if they can. Yeah. Back <laughs> not against it. Not against it. Oh, you're open to anything, but open. Uh, I'm open to it. It's uh, there's no need to make a decision right now. Now, you guys know where the, the terminology, like the rope a dope, where that came from, right? Muhammad. Muhammad, Muhammad Ali. Ali. Prize fighter, amazing, Best famous international star. Basically, tuckered out an opponent by taking shots. Round after round after round after round. And then when his opponent was exhausted, wailing on Muhammad, he came back and won a massive match. Uh, are the Steelers doing that for Jack? Oh, a rope sh- from deep the water. Because here's Trent Williams, the Pro Bowl left tackle. Uh, let's start with a, a quote from all pro left tackle Trent Williams. The 35-year-old said, at one point, you just kind of wanted the Steelers to get a first down. There was all those three and outs, and we kind of needed a break. <laughs> guys, can the you... The offense was stuck on the field the whole game. Jesus, guys, it was third and two. Come like, on. You could, could you not have found a way? I just yeah. got my helmet off. I need water. I am so tired right now. <laughs> Jack's <laughs> F-bombing this team and the muttering in the background. Who do they have this week? The Steelers? Is it Browns. Uh, oh, it's the Browns who look good on defense in the rain against Cincinnati. That'll be a divisional good game. matchup. That'll have some juice. Deontay's out. That's uh, I, I'll tune in for that. That's a good one. Oh, they got Allen Robinson. There's no Oof. reason to be worried. A Rob, gross. Yeah, the second, right? It's Allen Robinson the second, not the first. Yeah, and then Calvin yeah. Austin the third. Any seniors? We got any seniors out there? Robinson is a senior, I think. Does his pension kick in this? <laughs> Okay, we'll move on. Calvary FC in action in Halifax yesterday. We told you to go to Donair, head down to the pub, mm. go see funny man Trent McClellan, and Calvary pick up three points. Could they do it on the road? Second game and three nights on the road? Fellas, let's go. Come on. Top of the table. You got to hold that. Fellas. 
One nil already. Corner kick. Habingo! Nice header in front. That's the Flying Dutchman, Dan Klump. Klump. Beautiful stuff. Center back's third goal of the year. Let's watch She's the replay clump. here. She's Klump. She's in, in your head. head. It's off his head, actually. That's what it was. Off his head. Yeah. That's Trent right there, I think. Yeah. Very excited. Trent McClung. Yeah, yeah. Clearly. Yeah. yeah. Telling jokes. You know what's funny? How bad this Halifax team is. Look at this header. Bang! Bingo. 2-0 at that point. Late penalty kick, uh, penalty goal from Halifax would make it 2-1. to one. That's your final. Another three points, fellas. Let's have a look at the old CPL table. Look at this. Little breathing room. Way up top. Tommy, do you need oxygen supply at Heights? Now, they do, have, they do have more Ooh. MPs than Pacific, so... What does MP stand for? If Pacific uses its MPs wisely, could, uh, it's a lot of members of Parliament. Get to within four there, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, good stuff. Love to see that. Yeah. Uh, and in fact, what does it mean for the team? Well, they're playoff bound. Clinch, baby. Hey, oh, boy. Look at this. Nice. Well done, guys. They're oh, in. Boy. Four teams make the playoffs, and again, the winner of the regular season and the winner of the playoffs. Those two teams go into Concacaf Champions League. When Messi will come to Calgary. So I was going to say, does this mean Messi's coming to Calgary? I mean, it's a non-zero chance. Just like you could play against Messi, apparently, you were telling us last week. No, I said I could play at Atco Field. Yeah, that's what he said. You said Messi could be playing at Atco Field, and I said I could play at Atco Field. Yeah, I think they do have those winter markets, but ahead of Christmas, you could go down and buy some. So that's probably there. You could sneak out on the field. I'm not going to fight you on that one. That is possible. I'll get Uh, new shoes. Yeah, some kicks. Yeah. Good. Running a contest. They're at home this weekend. Let's take a peek. There's some loudmouth homeless man collecting empties and talking about tickets. We're giving away two pairs. Get on Twitter and Instagram. Tag the pals you want to take, and you could be one of our two winners of a pair of tickets to this weekend's game for the top of the table, Cavs. Love to see it. Nice. And you're not going. I am busy. And speaking of that, Dean, uh, our final note in the pin report today. Off to a wedding, and the fellows, we all had to make sure that our suits were fitting right. So here's a little preview of what we'll be looking like this weekend. There's me in the middle with a couple of points. (laughs) Nasty butter churning accident. (laughs) (laughs) The Pinder Report is a presentation of Village Honda, located in the Northwest Auto Mall and online at villagehonda.com. Is that the Pharrell Williams hat? Yeah, it's something like that. Or what was it? Curious George didn't. Uh, who was like the Mountie? Curious yeah. George dude, man in the yellow hat. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't his yellow hat, kind of like that. Mm. It looks like the Arby's hat a bit. Yeah, yeah. Huge selection of used vehicles. They don't sell you hats. I, they, you know, maybe you get a hat with a new vehicle. Cavalry hat, prob- probably. Maybe. Throw that in. All makes, all models, all budgets. Over seventy units on site. Access to over four hundred more in the dealership group. Village Honda. Your one-stop automotive destination in Calgary. Worth the trip. Your dealership for life. And online at villagehonda.com. There you go. Do you like the matching suits? Is that, do you think that's going to work for the ladies? You know what? I, I, have a, I had a video, and it's, I don't have time to do it now. I just remembered. Because there's a video of a guy who, again, from distance, oh, it could be Pinder, doing something very Pinder-esque. Hi, Kiki. I'll, I'll, you know what? You won't be able to say it, but I'll do it on the show for tomorrow. Okay, very good. It was kind of like uh, when you were at the friggin' Blue Jay game there and you were friggin' dancing and stuff. There's, 
There's a. Uh, I I just can't believe you did this one. Okay. Well, I can't believe you did. You that. know how excited I get. I know. Yeah, I know. Uh, again, an, another day has has passed. You you did not mention that. Prospects training camp starts tomorrow for the Calgary Flames. So excited for those four guys we heard of and the rest of them. I'm kidding. Great opportunity for the kids. Great. 10 a.m. tomorrow, wind sport going to be buzzing. The sounds of skates and pucks clanging. That's right. Hockey season is back. First on ice session uh, tomorrow. And then they will jet to Penticton, British Columbia, where they will play three games during the Young Stars Tournament. The first one the very next day, Friday, Hawaiian Shirt Day. It is actually, yeah. And game day against the Vancouver Canuck rookies. Saturday, they will play Edmonton. Sunday mm-hmm. is a practice day. Monday, they take on the Jets, then fly home, and then training camp. Who stood up for you in development camp? Do you know you were talking about the sounds of sticks and pucks at Winsport and obviously a lot of interest on this? Uh, I, th- I thought that... Uh, uh, Tyson Galloway. Yegor Yegorov? Um, Matt DeBlau? No Matt DeBlau. <laughs> no Matt DeBlau. Um, Kenny Morrison? <laughs> I actually, you know what? It's not a Pike bomb, huh? but if uh, I would go flamesnation.ca, Ryan Pike went through the whole list of guys. There are, surprisingly, and there's some some guys are injured. Some guys are already at college or school yep. or whatever. College guys are gone. Um, but there are three goaltenders. Two signed as a free agent. One is in on a pro tryout. Defensemen. They have nine D coming in. Only three of them are Flames draft picks. And then up front, you you've got Samuel Honzik, first rounder. Matt Coronado will be going as we expected, but no, no. We want to. Will Wolf be going? No, Dustin Wolf. Uh, no Jacob Pelche. They got a couple second rounders in that, but uh, no goalies. It's going to be the Hontzak and Coronado show if things go well for them. It's got to be. William Stromgren, the second rounder from 2021. Um, so, I mean, to your point, it's maybe doesn't have you excited, but Ryan Pike. Pike bombs is, all over there. He is engorged. You just ask him about that entry-level slide. Hontzak's eligible for Oh, him. man, Ooh. that entry-level slide. Ooh. Get you a good ELC slide. That's right. Uh, FlamesNation.ca. Go check it out and uh, see what uh, what Pike's got on the go there. Uh, let's do a little uh, this day in Flames history. Oh yeah. And it's odd because we you know we've been talking about this guy a lot as of late. Um, Peter Klein. We've talked about a lot too. He say. is at McLeod Law. He's your personal injury guy, but also the go-to guy in Calgary for disability insurance. If the disability insurance company that you're dealing with is refusing to pay your insurance benefits, you get a hold of Peter and he goes to work. He will get you the disability benefits you paid for and that you deserve. It's that peace of mind. It's just putting you at ease. That's what Peter Klein and the people at McLeod Law will do for you, regardless of whatever issue you're dealing with, but certainly in personal injury. And for disability insurance, Peter Klein, the very best in the business. Take him to the woodshed uh, for you. Don't be messing around. Go get Pete. Something like that. So this day in Flames history, we talked about this guy. I mean, this recent is yesterday. We've talked about him a lot because his number is going to be going to the rafters this year at the Saddle Dome. Mika Kiprasov, on this date, uh, he kind of did the the Dustin Buffalo. He's like, I got money coming to me, but you know what? I just want to go fishing. Jeez. 
Now, it's not September 9th. Um, and it's a little late. Doesn't it feel late? late? Either way, Mika Kiprasov announcing his retirement from the National Hockey League. Flames leader for games played by a goalie. Wow. And wins. And shutouts. God, that's a lot of shutouts. He, uh, look at guy in the background there on the left. He's like, I've got my eye on you, mister. You just watch yourself. Is that Robin Regeer in the stands there? Jesus. Is that Reg in the background there? No. Reg would be like in his early 30s here. Come on now. That's a shot. And look at, uh, what do we got? Bob Seeger with his sunglasses on in the background there too. Some some interesting cats. It's good handlebar mustache on the off-ice official there. Very impressive. Now, Retro, you talked about it with McLennan. When he quit, he had one year left on his deal. It was that kind of backsliding deal. Real money to be paid to him was $1 million. So regardless of, I forget what his contract in that 5 million range, 6 million, that sort of thing. So said, said no to at least a million, but he had another contract for sure. If he wanted one with probably not Calgary, but he could have gone elsewhere and gotten another deal for another two, three years easily. Right. 100% easily. Yes. Didn't they have a deal to move him? And he's like, no, I'm good. Yeah, Toronto wanted him, and he's like, no, 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 no. Well, when you lose your love of the game because the coach is an idiot, then, uh, yeah. It was, uh, it's been relayed to me, this was a, it's me or the coach. And just like the Mark Savard scenario, the Flames picked the coach, who they then soon fired after. Brilliant, brilliant move. Can't let the players, the, what do they say? The inmates run the asylum? They can't run the asylum. Yeah, yeah. You need the asylum management to run the asylum. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, there was lots to complain complain about with Kipper. So, I mean, it makes sense to let That's him walk. True. Yeah, high maintenance. Mm-hmm. It was time. Speaking Sh- of shitty uh, in the room. Asylum maintenance. That's actually Ben Stiller looking at him there. Hey, remember the nurse? Oh, it is, yeah. Drink your damn tea. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's oh, you know what? It's, we can laugh about it, but you, when you think about it that way, it's freaking sad. It is. It shouldn't have gone to that way. That that he in in essence walked away from the game because of the environment. Yeah. A Hall of Fame type career walked away from the game because of yes. And I and trust me, I know him. He didn't ask for a lot. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, he wasn't yeah. putting a lot of demands. He wasn't a pain in the ass to have in the room. He was frick. This is Rubbing not a guys deal. the wrong way. Just yeah. a pain in the ass to the training staff and coaches. Yeah, just yeah. awful person. Just nasty. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it is. Yeah, it's unfortunate for sure. Um he finished seventh in Vesna voting the year before his last year. Like he was still a stud. It's the only year he had injury issues, and it was like, okay, see ya. What if he goes to Toronto and then plays well? Oh, he's in the hall. You see what happens right? when the guys go to Toronto? Are you kidding me? Yeah. He's close to Hall of God. Fame anyway. So. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's what I mean. If you got another two, three years and played in the biggest market on earth for hockey in that spotlight where all the media are headquartered and the Hall exists. Like if Lindros finishes his career in Columbus, is he in the Hall? If he's not an Ontario guy that goes I'm and plays in Toronto? He should be anyway, but yeah, no. Like it's the Toronto effect. This Day in Flames history brought to you by McLeod Law. That was, I found that interesting as well. Was it This Day in Flames history though? You mentioned that it wasn't. Uh, you know what? Nine, you had to bring it back up, eh, Brick? Um, 
Let me look here. Team player. I was just wondering if, it, if, if that statement was from a different. I don't know. Maybe uh, they they faxed it in on the thirteenth, but he told yeah, them the ninth. Yeah, in, yeah, yeah. They didn't have to fax him that check for a million, I guess. So. Hmm. Anyway, is there anything else you wanted to bring up? Anything going on? In you, you got anything for this day in Flames history? What's happening today in Flames history? Anything that's gonna we'll never what forget about tomorrow. Today? What do we got? What about tomorrow? Hmm. I know who I could call to figure it out. Who would you call? Peter Mar. Peter Mar. Jeff texted me the other day. Said, Dad said to say hi. I said, oh, did he? Back to Calgary. We are going to get together. Yeah, that's what I told Pete Five years last ago. summer. <sighs> like, yeah, we're done working. We've we quit the uh, the radio thing. We got nothing but time, Pete. We're going. We're going to hang out. It's going to be great. Yeah. If Pete literally knocks down your front door, you might see him. I think that's probably his best chance. Yeah, not answering the door. Look at that dark room. He <laughs> that's said, what I said. Knock down. He's not answering speed, the fucking doorbell. He's got high speed that. internet and a new camera. Yeah, he just turned his lights off. He's gone. See you never. <laughs> Look at him and his new toys. <laughs> Jesus. What's that picture of? Are they, are they dancing with a casket in the background there? What's that? John Candy. Come on, oh, Ryan. You know what? Dark. Jesus Christ. Jeez. You know what? Get out. Look at your stupid. Get I hope it's faces. a plane, strains, and automobiles trip for you, idiot. <laughs> Can I take that back? I want to take that back. <laughs> Thank take you, Rhett. Didn't appreciate the sewering about the, uh, the Kipper stuff, but now you totally redeemed yourself. Uh, let's do some Betway. And uh, so, so you are going to Italy today? No, I'm going, going to, to a wedding, today. but not a wedding. It's more not of a, a wedding, but I'm going to. Event, but it's a wedding in I'm Italy. I'm going to a wedding. That's that's uh, next probably week. not. Wouldn't probably bother going just to the wedding if he wasn't allowed to go for a week long party before by himself. No, I was going to the wedding, but I just think, am I going to go to Europe for five days? That sounds like a nightmare. I'm going that far. Let's sneak in a little uh, adventure somewhere. So where are you going today? Copenhagen, Denmark, baby. I heard it's a great town. Everyone loves it. I'm excited really to see want it. I to go to Copenhagen. Yeah. Cool name. You ever do Copenhagen? Yes. Last time I, think... I did was grade 10 algebra. Yeah. Uh, I told this story. I started the drool as the test was handed out. And then I, oh, I used the test to actually get <laughs> the bit on my mouth. And I just slapped it on the teacher's desk. And she was like, <laughs> where are you going? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I, I... <laughs> That's the last I... Copenhagen, I had. I can skate real good. Don't worry. I'm not worried about it. I got Here long arms. Go. I don't need math. <laughs> uh, Betway. Bet the responsible way with Betway. Get the Betway app on your phone. And you know what? Things, lines are always moving. There's props. Yeah. There's all kinds of stuff. So you got to check in. I checked check in, in this early. Morning. Check in often. So, uh, we can start with it, with either one there, uh, Jackie boy. We got uh, Ryan's got one, and I talked about the uh, now the game tomorrow. Ooh, over Minnesota at Philadelphia, over the the, the over under forty eight and a half. Arf. Eagles beat the Patriots twenty five twenty in Week One. They were up sixteen nothing. Yeah, they were at the end of the first quarter. Jalen Hurts really ineffective only ran for 37 yards fumbled the ball a couple times i think you got and you got 25 on the pats d i think they're better this week meanwhile you got the uh the vikings that defense gave up 20 to Tampa. baker mayfield at home 
It's cool. Um, Madison on the ground only had 34 yards. Justin Jefferson had 150 yards, but no touchdowns. I'm going to take the over. I think there's some points here. Maybe we'll have I'll have a feel on a winner by tomorrow, but I think at 48 and a half, I'm going to take the over. Quick little note, the under 12 and 4 in week 1, maybe we see a little bounce back for the over maybe. this week. It's a little bit that week 1, kind of a little rusty, wasn't it? Especially those morning games. God. Rusty! Rusty! Lost my shades there, okay? Uh, big baseball game tonight. Let's go back to our Did you spell it wrong again? No, you got it right. <laughs> Or tried, tested, and true. Kikuchi over on strikeouts. Six and a half. Not a bad total. He's having a career year, to be sure. Was a man lost at sea last season for the Jays. Second best pitcher this year for them. Plus 110. Plus money for over six and a half. We're on it. And I'm going to take Minnesota getting a touchdown. I think Philly wins. I think Philly's better. But they were way better than the Patriots. And we're hanging on by the skin of their teeth in the final moments. And also, again, those road teams had some success. And Minnesota, come on now, you can't be that bad. Jesus, settle down. Taking a full touchdown there. That's a lot of breathing room for them to lose and me to win still. Minus 110. Those are our Betway bets of the day. Get that app, follow along, play along, but be responsible. Bet the responsible way with Betway. Now, here's my ask, because uh, you're going on vacation. You don't need yeah, to buddy. be part. We need some... Content? Daily updates a la... Aussie Brad. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just record something mm-hmm. and send it because and you'll know what it is. Yeah, that's true. There will be something every day. You will yeah. be somewhere. You'll be hammered or like something stupid. Someone you're riding a unicycle with a weird hat. We're like we're in Denmark. This is what they do here. Yeah. This is yeah. We, we okay. need the Pinder road trip updates. Will do. And I have to get my NFL picks in for Friday for Jack anyway. So I'll go right. find some uh, picturesque place to uh, make my NFL picks. What's the Bills line? Jail. It's moving. It's You can still grab it at minus nine on Betway, but I'm seeing it at minus nine and a half at other places. So if you like the Bills, jump now. Hmm. That's a lot of points retro against like the division it. leader, Caropolo's Raiders. I like him on that. He's so down on the Bills. He, it's so sad there. And I was thinking, because we, we talked about it yesterday, Ryan, you had the, the mathematical probabilities according to whoever. They were still the fourth. They still are. Checked in today. Yeah. I was still watching yesterday. There was a few of those things. Like, uh, Super Bowl, good, you know, elite, oh, very good p- playoff team. Eh. A lot of people, the shine came off the Buffalo Bills in a hurry. Tough week one, but they weren't the only ones. Kansas City loses, Cincinnati loses. Uh, you know, there's some good teams that look like City, shit. Though? Uh, no, because you're right. They were missing Kelsey. It's not same, same, but I just mean like that's a disappointing outcome when Mahomes gets the ball. Mahomes gets the ball with less than three minutes left and doesn't win the game because you just see him do it half the season. But it seems, receivers, right? if Kadarius Tony can catch a ball. <laughs> I lost the freaking under on interceptions on that ball. Right, like, like, both of his hands. It went through both of his hands. That yeah, was the only pick. Like, it wasn't even. Jeez. Yeah, you don't even have to do anything. You, right? It's like Mahomes is like, do I have to return punts too? Like, Jesus, what else? <laughs> what are we doing just, here, fellas? I'm putting the ball right in the numbers. Can you just hang on to the friggin' thing? They still could have won that game easily. I yeah. have been awful, so. Yeah, and I guess the only only shine off would be like, there was a lot of high hopes for Tony and for Sky Moore. Remember, he was like Sting watching from the rafters. He didn't even get a single catch. Like, it's it's Kelsey and Mahomes. That's the offense. That's probably the only shine that's come off. There was hope for the second year Sky Moore and for Tony, who was great in the Super Bowl, though. Now, it's Wednesday. 
but we're getting close to, we're going to hear a lot more. I saw something online about how many cc's of blood that they hauled out of Kelsey's knee. Not bueno. Oh, she's just swollen up. There's some uh, concern that, hmm, how about week three? You like week three? Well, that's all of a sudden that affects the shine a little bit. Mm-hmm. Because now it's like you might have to go on the road, or maybe it's like... The shine comes off when Kelsey doesn't play this season, or there's only eight games left and they don't have a win. Yeah, or Mahomes gets hurt. That's really the only thing that's going to end their chances. He's that special. You've had a lot of fluids sucked out of your body, Retro. (laughs) Yeah, right up. Talking about Cowboys? And re-injected. Shovel? That's going to do it. It's got to go out and I know, right? Enjoy your nap, Dean. I hope you... Uh, Dean, I just do me a favor. Look out the window today. Just see if it's see if the world's still there, all right? Open no, the window. I, I listen the window. And, and watch the Huberman Lab. He says the best thing you can do is avoid all sunlight. Get, get into no. the darkness as soon as possible and Actually, avoid all wake, when you wake up, light. go outside mm-hmm. and get 20 minutes of natural sunlight yeah. before you start, do anything else. Not wake up at 2 a.m. and check your fantasy team and start dra- picking players up. and start so hammering it. caffeine. Get the caffeine going as soon as you can. Oh, avoid all sunlight. Straight line it. Yeah, right it. Main line it. Let's go. Support the uh, sponsors, subscribe, like, tell your friends. And stop by Dean's house and say hi. No. Don't no touch the doorbell. No. It's actually set with her an electrical charge. Skip There's the ever been a man in need. I'm perfect. There See you is. tomorrow, buddies. Thanks for your work, Dean. Ow.